back on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat live at SEC Media Days. Uh, powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, part of Hub International. We're here with Connor Aguero from Saturday Down South. It's either between him or Roman Harper for best dressed at the SEC Media Days. I mean, we're just kind of casual with, you know, shorts and uh, uh, an oversized pullover. Uh, you know, what it, do you have a clothing deal? I wish. I need to get one. I've, I've, uh, I've, I've done the best I possibly can to try and get some uh, some feelers out there, but we're we're still working on it. No no clothing deal. We're just going Banana Republic head to toe. That's kind of the way to do it. Um, would love if I could do like an NIL deal with Banana Republic. If I would have been a good college athlete or just even like any college athlete, I would have pushed for that and just supply my adult wardrobe. I would have known that I wouldn't have made it professionally in a sport, so I would have definitely just reaped all the benefits and just tried to go viral every two seconds. There you go. We're talking with Conor Aguirre Saturday down south. Let's talk day one, and he takes from uh, day one uh, with uh, mostly, I guess it was LSU, A&M, and uh, Missouri. A&M fans, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you continue to support Jimbo Fisher and his maddening lack of transparency and for those saying well Jimbo Fisher doesn't have to say who's running his offense he doesn't have to say what exactly Bobby Petrino's defined role is we know that he's going to have an increased role no matter what that looks like but it's so maddening to hear Jimbo Fisher and then Eli Drinkowitz talk about play calling duties they both were head coaches who called offensive plays Eli Drinkowitz is able to step up to the microphone and say I was the problem I was the reason that we didn't necessarily have this offensive success I turned over play calling duties I'm going to take a step back I'm going to be more in a CEO type role Jimbo Fisher can't do that and I I wonder if he's ever going to be able to do that and it's so frustrating because if you just were told hey Jimbo's not going to have his hands all over the offense they're going to modernize in the way that you want them to you would look at this A&M team and say man they nine wins like yeah easily for sure they have the pieces in place to be able to make that happen but Jimbo continues to act like a an overbearing parent who just can't quite let go it's almost like the the guy who, you know, like he's watching his kid play t-ball or something like that. And he's just yelling at every single, you know, every single missed call by the umpire. It's like, Jimbo, I think you need to take a, a, a different approach to this because right now this is just so hard to listen to. But I guess when you got $76 million, dude, you, no matter what, you can do whatever you want. Do they call balls and strikes in t-ball? It's a good question. It's a good question. I, I'm going to say no. They might. They call safe and out, though. Well, they did. So, you know what? He might. He very well could be uh, like like somebody like who, who would definitely freak out over, you know, split-second calls. But, yeah, I, I just don't know how you continue to put all of your trust in blind support when it's year six. It's year six with Jimbo Fisher. I'm not saying he's on the hot seat because he's not. 76 million reasons why he's not. But, man, uh, that is just a really tough guy to listen to and support. We're talking to Connor O'Gara, Saturday Down South on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat, 103.3, uh, the GOAT at SEC Media Day. So it sounds like you are a willing participant in the AM bandwagon, which that's no, otherwise known at SEC Media Days, but not quite on it right now. I'm, I think AM should be the most improved team in the SEC. When you're five and seven, the only way... One key word in there. Yes, uh, in the SEC. Should be. They should be. They have all the pieces in place. They have sky-high expectations for that defensive line with McKinley Jackson, with Walter Nolan. This should be a much-improved group on the offensive side of the ball if they just have the right system in place. This is all about scheme. 
I, I'm a Connor Wigman believer, and even though he doesn't spell his first name correctly, in my opinion, I am still of the belief that if this A&M offense just had the right scheme, they had the pre-stat motion, they have the RPOs, they run the tempo, if they can do these things with those receivers that they return, led by Anaya Smith, led by Evan Stewart, who might lead the SEC in receiving this year, you, you look at it and you're like, this should work. They have a formula like what they had with the 2020 offensive line where they should have really good continuity there. But you just don't know. You just don't know if Jimbo Fisher is going to have his hands all over this offense because that formula has not worked. Connor O'Gara said it down south on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. All right, did LSU win too much too soon? You know, I'm not sure the expectations were that they were going to win the West, but now they did. Now people expect them to actually win the West and maybe even compete for an SEC championship. You know what's crazy is this time last year we were debating whether or not LSU or Florida would have more wins with their year one head coach and how quickly things have changed. And I, look, I think that there is something to be said for overreacting to the year one head coach. I don't like to judge year one coaches because I think we go too far with it. I think there's a lot of evidence when coaches don't necessarily perform that well, a Kirby Smart and Nick Saban in which you could say, well, why did we look too far into what they did in year one when obviously we know what happened after? And then even a Gus Malzahn, who Gus Malzahn goes to a national championship year one, but that was far and away the highlight of his time at Auburn. And he could never live up to that. Brian Kelly's the top five coach in the country. And if you don't think that he is, you haven't been paying attention. So that's the, the thing that I keep coming back to is their processes to be able to sustain the success are different. I don't think LSU is going to be the pick to win the West. I actually think Bama is still going to be the pick to win the West. I think the people who are saying LSU will repeat, something it has never done, never repeated as West champs since divisions became a thing. Those people are just more vocal, and they've been heard loud and clear because it's boring to say that Bama's going to win the West. It's boring to say Bama's going to go 11-1. and one, But I don't necessarily think that they won too much too soon because Brian Kelly had to win that group over, and that's exactly what he did. All right, so I'm on the other way with Alabama, and I've actually been talking about this for a year, and it's mostly based on all of the talent that Alabama has lost over the last couple of years, not only uh, this season. They lost a lot on defense, and they lost the best offensive player in the country and the best defensive player in the country, and they lost twice last year. Yes, I know it was both on the last plays of the game. How do they get better from that, or is that just based on everybody else? They got to be more disciplined. Can't be one of the bottom 10 teams in college football and penalties. I mean, that's the thing that to me was so overlooked. And if you're a Bama fan saying, oh, you know, the refs hate us, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, that's, that's just not the case. Your, your, your team was undisciplined in some very key moments and you let too many teams hang around. Think about this. In the last two seasons, they've played 16 SEC games. 12 of those 16 SEC games were one score games in the fourth quarter. Everybody's talking about, oh, they're two plays away from going to the playoff last year, being undefeated. That's garbage. That is hot garbage. They had five games decided in the final minute last year. Do we forget about Ole Miss? Do we forget about Texas? Do we forget about AM, a competent goal line call away from winning that football game? Bama played in these one-score, down-to-the-wire games way too much because of the penalties, because they didn't have an impose-their-will offensive line running game to be able to fall back on. And it's going to be interesting. Can they have that this year? I think they can. That's probably the part that we're overlooking with Bama is, you know, they, they should be able to get back to having a really good ground game. People are sleeping on Jace McClellan, Justice Haynes, the true freshman. is something that people are really, really high on the five-star. And defensively, what is it going to look like in a post-Pete Golding world? I think there's a lot of optimism with Kevin Steele. The secondary should still be really good. If Dallas Turner is that game record that they need off the edge, 
Alabama is more than capable of winning the West. Let's go to the East. Georgia's success on the uh, on the field and real tragedy off the field. I'm sure Kirby's going to have to deal with that today. And and I just it's just a sad situation, right? Whether he deserves criticism or not, not one but two people died, including a football player from Georgia. How do you think he's going to handle that today? I think he's had a lot of time to prepare for how he wants to address this. And look, I think if you give Kirby Smart truth serum and you ask him, hey, has this been an ideal offseason? He would say, no, of course not. There, that's not the way that you want to come off of consecutive national championships. When the margin for error is so slim, there's a reason why this has not been accomplished since 1936 Minnesota when Big Ed Widseth was leading the Golden Gophers to a third consecutive national championship. You had money on that, didn't you? Of course I did. Who didn't? This is a really hard thing to do, and your margin for error is so unbelievably slim, and they handled that incredibly well last year. To have 15 guys drafted and then to have a national championship team that goes undefeated, it's one of the best college football achievements ever, like ever. And this year the question is, all right, is everybody going to be on the same page, or is this going to be a team that, even with a really favorable schedule, doesn't necessarily have the right pieces in place, doesn't necessarily have that discipline that it takes to be able to win three consecutive national championships. I'm not necessarily saying that, that the dogs are going to fall off the face of the earth and go 7-5 and five, like they manufacture in their own minds, but is there a world in which Georgia is not quite the Georgia we've seen the last two years? Absolutely. All right, let's wrap things up. A couple more questions for Connor O'Gara. One uh, on-the-field question, one off-the-field question. Uh, Florida and Billy Napier, former Louisiana Raging Cajuns head coach Billy Napier, up and down season to say uh, the least. Uh, his quarterback, fourth pick in the draft, he goes kind of the complete opposite, kind of brings in the, uh, the, the opposite of what he had, uh, and all of a sudden people think he is on the hot seat. I don't happen to think so, but if, if they lose a couple of games that they shouldn't lose, it's going to be an issue. It shouldn't be, but it's going to. They're not paying $31 million to fire Billy Napier, especially when the athletic director who hired him, Scott Strickland, is still there at Florida. They're, that's not happening. But here's the issue. Billy Napier is not rebuilding this program in the way that I, I think that you tech you, you in today's day and age you demand as a fan base and what he has done is get into those those places that florida was not getting into the IMGs, img academies that st thomas aquinas is these powerhouse programs in florida that you need to be able to recruit if you were the big state school and so he has been able to do that now the issue of course is he hasn't necessarily done as well in the transfer portal as you're hoping there's no way that a Florida fan at this time last year would have looked at this quarterback room and said, wait a minute, you mean to tell me Anthony Richardson's going to be one and done after a really underwhelming season and we're going to turn to Graham Mertz? Jaden Rashada's not going to sign. He's going to have an embarrassing deal that happens with Florida, which take, a, take what you will of that and, and Florida's role in it. But ultimately, Florida is looking like a team that doesn't have a lot of answers. And coming off the season that they did, you'd be thinking, okay, going into year two, you should be making that next step. We should be talking about eight, four, nine, and three at least. But instead, it's kind of like, what are they going, seven and five? Like, do they have answers at quarterback? Do they have answers on defense? They hired a 20-something defensive coordinator in Austin Armstrong. Maybe he's the difference after three years of just total disastrous defenses that they've had. Can they figure that out? There's just not a lot of reason for optimism right now. It feels like everybody in the East is getting better, and Florida doesn't have those answers right now. Have you picked out your karaoke song yet? I've been thinking Drinking My Hand, Air Church. That was what I had planned for last year. Karaoke did not happen last year. There is a part of me that is way intimidated, like way intimidated to do that song in Nashville. No. 
But you know what? I might just have to give it a shot. I might have to get a couple of PVRs in me, a little liquid courage, and we'll be good to go. He's Connor O'Gara, Saturday Down South. Always appreciate your time. Thanks so much for hopping on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Good thing goats have four stomachs. Otherwise, there's no way we could swallow some of these takes. Hey, goat, what's going on out there? 103.3 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Insurance companies often discourage people from getting an attorney. If I can't get you more, even after our fee, then you owe us nothing, not even our costs. I'm Spencer Callahan. I'd like to help. Spencer Callahan is the one to see. Call 465-2323. LA 2126 Primary offices in Baton Rouge. The Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event has arrived with limited quantity deals on top tech to power any fashion. Save on select XPS PCs and more powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Plus, get savings on select monitors and accessories, free shipping, and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Save today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Offered to you U.S. residents by WebBank, who determines qualifications for and terms of credit. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease, causing him to spend the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon, you could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon, especially when he was so little. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part of creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how the Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Sorry I didn't see them, but I'm glad to talk. Oh, I'm still alive. All right, Dave Schultz.
Back live uh, at SEC Media Days. We've got a couple of uh, recorded interviews with Vanderbilt's Will Shepard and uh, Jaden Crumity. We'll probably uh, play those tomorrow. We're just going to have uh, the director of the college football playoff, uh, Bill Hancock, on. We have Greg Sankey lined up for Thursday. Uh, and we'll have more guests uh, throughout uh, the week. So far, really good show. Uh, today we still have Cedric Van Pran from... Uh, uh, went to Easton, Warren Easton uh, High School in New Orleans. Uh, the two-time national champion will join us here at the bottom of, of the hour. All right, uh, we were talking about this, led off with it, and Chris Gordy from Lockdown SEC uh, talked about it with the uh, horns down situation. I'll predict this, Lyndon. By the time Texas gets into the SEC, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a penalty. Oh. They're going to do away with it. It's such a stupid thing because what's going to happen is the referee's not going to see it, right? So they're not going to see it. And they're going to miss it and think they saw something that they didn't, and they're going to penalize somebody that they shouldn't, and it's going to cost them the game. Yeah. Sorry, I can see Texas. That. Sorry, Texas. If you get to cheer for uh, you know yourself, then people can mock you when you're not good. So, you know, grin and bear it. It is what it is. So I, I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, I think it is a ridiculous situation. Uh, it really, it, it's hilarious to the point uh, that Texas is so sensitive uh, to it. And then, as we mentioned, Lyndon, all you got to do is win. If you win, no one's going to do horns down. Yeah, true. true they'll true, probably true. just do. They'll probably just do one finger at you, <laughs> and you can't do that in a game anyway. <laughs> Even though that's universally done. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, 269-1077. 269-1077. Um, so what movie? We got three good movies out now, don't we? Mm-hmm. We got Mission Impossible. Oh, you know, oh, Indiana, I'm sorry. Indiana Jones is not your Not my generation. generation. Not at all. Not, not at all. At all. No, that that's for no. the older folk, man, who who, right. who liked Indiana Jones and liked that uh, Harrison Ford right. stuff. Right. You know, when, but, when did the atom- when 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 were they making the atomic bomb? When, see, what, what generation was that? <laughs> it's not about that. The, who are they the fighting? Subject, who are they fighting? They're oh, fighting the, the same Nazis. people that Indiana Jones was but fighting. See, the up thing against. is, I see. the Oppenheimer film is an updated historical biofilm made by one of the best directors of all time. Who the director, mind you, is my generation. You know, you had Scorsese. I got Nolan. It's okay. I kind of think Christopher Nolan is also before your generation. What the early two? He, he Memento came, Memento came out. Hold on, I'll tell you. Memento came out. All right, just to make sure we understand this, Christopher Nolan is my age. Memento came out in two thousand. Well, okay. it is he is your age, but he's making the movies. For my generation, the the millennials, okay. we grew, that's our guy. the The boomers got Scorsese, uh, and then like whoever's right. between the boomers and the millennials got Tarantino. So, okay, but is he he's the producer, not the director. Who? Is he director too? Oh, Nolan, yeah, oh, Nolan's the director, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, okay. And he's gonna blow up as much TNT to re- recreate an atomic bomb. I gotta go see that, Dave, just for the bomb. Just- like, just for the time. Dude, the, the studios allowed him to blow up so much TNT in a controlled environment that it re- replicated an atomic bomb. What? I'm going to watch that. 
Uh, is this going to be like a ride at Universal? Like this, like the, the theater's going to shake? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Look, they said the IMAX Lyndon Burton film... wants to feel the effects of having an atomic bomb blow up 300 yards away from him. <laughs> the, the IMAX the film is bigger than our studio's table. What'd you say? The, uh, so to put it in IMAX... Um, each IMAX studio had to use their largest IMAX uh, player because the set, the size of the film is bigger than our table, like the act, the film itself. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we have IMAX anywhere around us? Baton Rouge. Oh, are you going there? See, okay, I, my, I forgot when I asked you to go see it, I forgot that my cousin asked me to go to the IMAX with him, me and him review some of these movies uh, together. So I might end up having to do that. You're going to Baton Rouge. Probably so. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, hey, we got Mission Impossible as well, which is going to be great. And then Barbie. You sound like you're really looking forward to seeing Barbie. I am. Like, I really am. Like, Greta Gerwig is one of the best directors of the new age. She represents Gen Z. You know, she's one of the best of this new age. And, like, she's not making just this typical toy film. No, no. She, she has message and subtext behind it. And plus, I like Ryan Gosling. I'm a Gosling fan. Do you have pink? Are you wearing pink? Um... That might stretch it, you know, might not do that, but I'll be in the building. You'll be in the building. All right. Uh, that's on Saturday. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably wear some salmon. You wear- that's the so closest. Pink. Yeah, that's the closest I can get to pink, a little salmon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, no, there are some good movies out. Got to get expensive. I'll probably go see Mission Impossible. Um, Got to enjoy what we can with the strike happening. It's not gonna look. Next year's gonna be bleak. Well, we get those. I got those three movies. If Indiana Jones is still out there, we'll see that. We'll see True. Mission Impossible, and then we'll see Oppenheimer. All right. See, boom. then we then I you know I'm gonna miss college football to see those games to see movies. I doubt it. Got to see them during the week. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. No, we shall see. All right. Bottom of the hour. We'll talk with Cedric Van Pran from uh, Georgia. The other big news, DeAndre Hopkins signing with uh, the, the Titans. I'm not sure how much better that makes the Titans. And then the, the news from yesterday was the running backs from Pollard to Jacobs uh, to Saquon Barkley not getting extensions. Do you think it's the money or do you think it's the length of the contract that's the issue? Because I just, I just don't see... I can't imagine the Giants are being pissy about, like, $2 million. It has to like, be the length of the contract. The like, it has it's to be. It's got to be the length yeah, of the contract, right? It has to be because I feel like they're afraid of the Zeke Elliott situation of, and also of Barkley's own health because, let's be honest, Barkley hasn't been healthy. Like, he hasn't. So, to me, it's like, okay, you're asking. It's not necessarily the money. It's the length of the contract, and it's like, are you going to be able to play out this whole contract? Because we don't want you being hurt and us having to pay you. And then affecting our cap that way. Right, right. Correct. Correct. All right, so we'll see uh, on how that goes as well. I mean, camp is opening up here, right? All the all the uh, Saints rookies reported to camp, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, no. Okay, so... Eight. Okay, so we do have some Saints injuries. I was waiting for this. I okay. wish I wish I would have known you were about to say that because I can pull. But Sorry. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Um, so At Perry, hold on. Um, 
Nick Salvadieri, and I think that's how you pronounce his name. And um, yo, Kendra Miller, At Perry, Shaq Davis, all headed to the non-football injury list, while DB Anthony Johnson and Nick Salvadieri are headed to the pup list. Okay. Starting off with injuries. All right. Very good. Very good. Uh, shouldn't be too bad. And I don't know how many positions are open on the Saints, right? Uh, is there a lot of positions? I guess we're looking at defensive line and mm-hmm. the rotation there. But, I mean, how many how many openings are there for the Saints? Not many. <laughs> Not I don't many. think there are. Yeah. Right? We got a, Wide receiver a, may be a little open, but... Maybe. Yeah, and, I mean, that, if we're pres- and that's a maybe. You're right. Well, I mean, we're, we, we're presuming we got Michael Thomas on one side, right? Mm-hmm. You got Chris Olave on the other, and then we're just filling out the, the other two two or three guys? Pretty much. And that's why okay. it sucks for a guy like A.T. Perry. Hopefully the non-football-related injury can, like, clear up fast because that's a guy I wanted to see, you know, get some good shine in, in training camp to try to really make this roster and really – uh make this team and, and really get some valuable minutes. Right, right. All right, let's take a timeout. Cedric Van Pran from Warren Easton in New Orleans, two-time Georgia national champion, joining us next on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat, 1033. Let go. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. Tired of trying to put your staffing puzzle together? We call Walton. They recruit, screen, and interview people, so they're right for the job. We've got the right person to fit your needs. Lofton Staffing Services, 269-0500. Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley welcoming you back to Susan's Cubicle here in Accounts Payable. What an afternoon of nonstop bookkeeping action, Charles. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down in accounts receivable. There she goes to one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no-look way. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching, and there's the effortless side wave. Who's putting on a clinic? Susan from Accounts Payable. Dominate. Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers. Stand Up to Cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PDA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PDA in fighting for theirs. 
at pva.org. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with Ada, ACO, and Chad. Mess with the goat. <laughs> You'll get the horns, then the butt. Because <laughs> that's what goats do. 103.3, the goat. SEC Media Days, powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, uh, Division of Hub International. We're here with Georgia offensive lineman Cedric Van Praan. Uh, I don't know how many repeat offenders is the wrong word, but uh, SEC Media Day uh, repeaters. What's that like? Obviously, you liked it the first time, and someone thought you did a good job, so you wanted to come back. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, honestly, it's, it's a blessing from God, and I'm, I'm really grateful. Um, really grateful for Coach Smart as well for giving me the opportunity. And um, it's truly a blessing to be here, just taking it all in. Uh, what did you, I mean, you've won two national championships. You're going to go for a third one. Did you ever think going to Georgia, they hadn't won in forever before you got there. I mean, basically, it's all you. Right, you show up and you guys win two national championships. <laughs> nah, um, I only could do my part. Um, God has been really good to us. Um, I, th- I think he's uh, been really, really good to us. And honestly, uh, I wanted to be a part of, you know, possibly leading Georgia to a national championship. But it's a, it's a different feeling when it actually does come true. And I'm super thankful and grateful for it. Um, hoping God is good to us again this year. But uh, ultimately, uh, I'm just grateful to be here. You real, I mean, the, the championship game was, you know, all Georgia. But what about the semifinal game? I mean, you, Georgia hadn't been in a game like that in a long time. What was that game like? Honestly, it was fun. Um, the back and forth was, was amazing. Um, truly for me, um, it was good because those are the type of games when you get older, you'll be able to tell your kids about, you know, those type of things. And being a part of such a historically great game like that, I'm really thankful we came out on the, on the positive side of it. Um, because to be honest with you, Ohio State didn't deserve to lose, and to be honest, neither did we, but unfortunately somebody had to. Um, so honestly, that, that game was fun. Um, in the moment, we had ups and downs and things like that, but we stayed persistent, and I was really, really proud of what we accomplished that day. What's it like in the moment? You guys obviously realize, all right, this is not going to be the blowout that maybe some people thought it was going to be. And so when does that click in that, like, all right, this is going to be a four-quarter battle? Well, to be honest with you, going into it, we knew that there would be a four-quarter battle. We knew that they were a good team, really talented. Um, they have an amazing program. Uh, so we knew going into it, it would be a four-quarter game. Um, and, and in the moment, you have to deny yourself of your, I guess, human instincts. A lot of people, um, it, it's very common to want to give up in the situation. You're down 17. That may have been third or fourth quarter, something like that. 
Um, it's very common to want to give up, but you have to deny yourself of your human instincts and just kind of keep pushing, really, um, and just really have faith in God that, you know, he'll make a way as long as you keep fighting for yourself. So uh, that was really the biggest thing is just making sure that we kind of denied ourselves of our human instincts and, like, listen, you know, God will make a way. All we have to do is go out and try um, and control what we can control. Cedric Grand Prahn, offensive lineman from Georgia. Warren Easton, alum uh, out of New Orleans. What's it like when you go back to New Orleans and you're wearing the, the, the red and black? Uh, it's, it's great. Um, honestly, it's, it's amazing to me the impact that I've had on some of the younger kids. Um, it's really, really dope to me that I get messages from the younger kids that go to Easton and different things like that. They may be playing park ball or whatever it may be. Um, it's really, truly a blessing that I was able to positively affect um, the youth. Um, it's really a great feeling. Um, it's all love when I go back home, of course. Every now and again, I, I get uh, questions of why I you know, chose to go to UGA and things like that, but ultimately, people are really, really proud of what I've done, and it's truly a blessing to be a part of that. All right, as much as we're celebrating Georgia on the field, obviously some off-the-field issues. Uh, Coach Smart is going to have to deal with that today. How has the team dealt with that? Because it, it, it's just sad and it's a tragedy what happened off the field. How are you guys dealing with that? Uh, I think the biggest thing is, uh, one, uh, there was a, a period of, of much grieving um, because it was tough, especially for, you know, guys in the offensive line room, you know, uh, losing, you know, somebody that was a brother to us and, um, you know, losing a support staff member that we grew to love and things like that. So it was tough. Um, but ultimately, it's a, it's a culture of wanting to make sure that we can try to prevent that as much as possible, like making sure guys are taking care of each other, looking out for each other, being smart. Um, and really trying to change the perception of what we've been, you know, owning that we made some mistakes and really just understanding that, you know, we have to be better. So I think that's been the biggest thing is understanding, taking ownership, and then acting on it. All right, a couple more minutes with Cedric Grandpran from Georgia. All right, let's talk about 2023, kind of turning the page, right? It certainly wasn't the same team that won back-to-back championships, but both led by Stetson Bennett the fourth. Now we go on to Carson Beck. How does the team change under Carson? Uh, if, if, of course, he's the starting quarterback. So, so right now, we, we still don't know. I'm um, still in the open quarterback battle. And um, to be frank, um, I have a lot of respect and uh, confidence in all of them. They all go about things different ways, but they're all great players. I, I'll start off with Gunner. Gunner is a really young kid, but he makes a lot of raw, natural plays that to be honest with you, a lot of people couldn't make. So that's very exciting because we know that if he's given the opportunity, he can make some plays. And you go to like the Brock Vandergrift guy that's been in the system for a while, um, very poised, understands what's going on, uh, and he can make those same type of plays, but he's just a little bit older. And then you go to guys like Carson Beck, who may not be as agile, but he makes up for it in his pocket presence, being able to move laterally, uh, making throws down the field, and just commanding the offense. So I think they all do a really, really good job, and I'm excited to see who will be behind you know, this season and who will be taking the snaps. But I'm excited and uh, hopeful for all of them. All right, on a little bit lighter note, I, I can't remember. I do apologize. It says in the bio you were an intended art major, and always that sticks out because you're very, you don't find a whole lot of football players an intended art major, but I think you went into something else. Was it more like industrial architect or something? No, nah, it's, it's still art. Um, it's just, you still don't find a lot of football yeah, players as art majors, but go ahead. Uh, it's, still, uh, it's still art, just a more broad, I guess, uh, term for art. is uh, interdisciplinary art, um, but it's still graphic design, same thing. Um, but it's just a much broader term. All right, and are you on pace to graduate? What year are you with the COVID year? How many years are you going to play? <laughs> uh, so I'm a senior. Um, I'm expected to graduate this spring. Um, so 
after the season, I have one more semester before I can graduate. Oh, all right. But you are a senior. All right. Um, any chance of the Senior Bowl and Jim Nagy? Uh, we'll see. Um, I, I would be extremely blessed to get that invite, and it would be such an honor. Um, but we will see, you know, where we stand after the season. Right now, I have to focus on giving my team all I can. Cedric Van Pran, University of Georgia offensive lineman on 103.3, the GOAT on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. Thanks very much, Cedric. Great to see you, and best of luck this season. Thank you. God bless you. You say tomato, I say yummy. Up next, from Piggly Wiggly. Nothing screams summer quite like fresh slicing tomatoes. Try this quick sandwich when you're looking for something fresh, cheap, and delicious. Spread a combination of butter mixed with chives onto a slice of white bread. Cover the other slice with a piece of your favorite cheese. Now doing it this way will keep your tomatoes from soaking the bread. Add arugula and slices of Creoles are your other favorite tomatoes. Salt it, pepper it, and chow down on it. For more great ideas, visit gotothepig.com. At Piggly Wiggly, summer savings are our specialty. This week, you'll find Sanderson Forms Jumbo Drumsticks or Thighs, 99 cents a pound. Cook's Ham Portions, 99 cents a pound. And slicing 4x5 tomatoes, perfect for that tomato sandwich, just $1.49 a pound. In Cecilia, Church Point, Opelousas, Rain, and Scott. Prices good through July 18th. The best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The GOAT continues its off-season college football coverage and will be live at Sunbelt Media Days in Orleans. Hey, Acadiana, it's Dave Schultz. 103.3 The GOAT's off-season college football coverage rolls on from New Orleans. Sports Chat will be live from the Sunbelt Media Days July 25th and July 26th. 103.3 The GOAT's coverage of Sunbelt Media Days are powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but Mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like Mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit AARP.org slash caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. 
Dan Hicks with Paul A. Zinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic and Zing. She has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down to this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two mile an hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. It looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. It looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen. And a generous amount, too. Incredible. That was a masterful performance. That was pretty good, too. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashana now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle, and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at FeedingAmerica.org. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just got to hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. <laughs> Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. All right, Dave Schultz. Live from SEC Media Days, powered by Lafayette Roofing and... Dwight Andrews Insurance, division of Hub International. I got to admit, Lyndon, fading a little bit. Who, you? Yeah. was not necessarily a late night last night. We went to uh, Bridgestone Arena where we had, you know, bar food and drinks. Uh, it was not that much. Uh, went back to the hotel early. Uh, got up extremely early with the Orange Theory class. At five, although mm -hmm. it was a block and a half away from my hotel. Oh, so you did an Orange uh, Theory class? Look at you, Dave. I'm proud of you. Well, otherwise, I'm just going to blow up. So we'll get up. Mm. You know, I, I'll get up regular tomorrow. And I think there may be, I don't think we're going to do the concert tonight. I still have a little bit of work to do. Uh, and we'll try to go from there. Um, 
because tomorrow will be the karaoke stuff that we've been kind of alluding to that the some of the media get together and see who can sing and who can't. I can't, and I know that going in, but I like to have fun with it anyway. Right, so. Plus, I get should. to torture the guys. What's that? As you should have fun with it. Yeah, just to, just to torture the people uh, listening to it. So, again, we'll just do probably Yacht Rock, maybe a little, you know, England Dan, John Ford Coley. You know, really like to see it tonight. You know maybe. what would shock him? If you broke out the Lil Wayne. That would shock me. <laughs> All right. I don't know Lil Wayne. I can get so you a good Drake song, you know. We could that, do- I, I, but I don't know those songs. Well, well, How can, am I going to sing them if I don't know them? You can figure it out before then. When is it? Tomorrow? No, I'm not. What's that? It's tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. Come on, I'm not doing it. That's, <laughs> they're going to be bad to begin with. You want me to sing a song I don't know? <laughs> well, I know at karaoke they put the lyrics. I sang a song I didn't know last time I went. But I don't know how the I don't know the beats. Or oh, anything I like get what that. you're saying. If you, don't, if you don't know the song, you don't know the song. True. It's not the words. It's the song. I don't know all the words of the songs I'll be singing off the top of my head, but I'll I'll figure them out if I see them. So that'll be fine. Uh, so we shall see. All right. Uh, we had a great show today. Really appreciative of everybody that came by. We still got Greg Sankey to get to. We got Bill Hancock to get to. Uh, we did not play the Jaden Crumedy. Uh, stuff from uh, Mississippi State. Will Shepard from Vanderbilt will play that uh, tomorrow, uh, and we'll be here for two more days. It'll be interesting to see. We're in the back, so we're on the short part of the L, the way mm-hmm. it is, uh, Lyndon. It's actually kind of a, it's actually more of a Z, but we'll just call it an L for the most part because there's only like three radio stations on the front part of the Z, but on the long part, that's where you have, you know, like 20 stations. Here we got. Let's see here. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Well, actually, there's fourteen here in the area. So, and my guys from, um, well, the station across the street left. Maybe I can borrow their internet. <laughs> With hopefully nobody tripping. I got some duct tape. Maybe we could put some duct tape down, and I can borrow their internet for uh, for my computer, which it could use. Although the Wi-Fi is not very good uh, for my phone, so we shall see. All right. Um, and so we did, there was no other breaking news today, right? We didn't nah, see any, any breaking news. If this was this oh. might have been the first day where the the breaking news was a little, you know. But I, we got a little news. Maybe I can do this. I need to find out this. Do you know? Uh, let me see what we got here. There's the the. the I got, oh, I can't think of her name. I just had it. Let me see here. Who is play? There's a. a country singer, country act that is playing at the Opryland tonight. Let's see. Carly Fry. Oh, okay. No. Is, that, is that her name? Well, I'm, I'm about to find a Opryland concert tonight. Like, she's got a, she actually has her, unless she changed her uh, Twitter handle, it used to be like so it's going to be at the Grand Ole Opry, at the Opry House, it's going to be Laura Alania, Laura yeah. Elena, George right. Burge, Henry Cho, right. Kylie Frey. That's it. Gotcha. How do you spell her name? K-Y-L-I-E and then F-R-E-Y. She is from, she's from Acadiana. Oh, didn't know that. See, I don't follow country yeah. music that close, so... Interesting. So, either do I, but I follow her, uh, and 
Maybe we'll go see that tonight. Yeah, give you something to do. I mean, if yeah. you really if you really don't have anything, you could always go see uh, Mission Impossible tonight. That is no, always... we're not gonna go see a movie tonight. <laughs> I will save that for home. Okay. No, 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 no. But I, you know, that, when how do you, how are we spelling Carly Fry again? F R E Y. And her last her first name? K Y L I E. Okay. Yeah, well, she she got Carly a little French fry. She says. Who wants to tell this girl that she gets to make her Opry debut tonight? Nice. Good for her. Also, All right. Also excited to see my Phillies beat the Brewers tonight. My, my, my Phillies. <laughs> They've been your, they haven't been your Phillies for a week yet. Look. They've been winning. They've been winning since I've I've hopped on. Shout out to Schwarber, my guy, Trey Turner, Harper. Oh I think I, I'm torn between getting a, a Schwarber, Turner, or Harper jersey. I think I'm going to get Harper, but I think that's two on the nose, so I might go Kyle Schwarber. Oh, so this is, uh, this Opryland is not anywhere near where I am. Is that out and about? Ooh, yeah, that's not really. What's that? Oh, is it too far for the Ubs? For the Uber? Yeah, it's on the other side of town. Mm, yeah, not worried. That'd work. be pretty cool, though. But, I mean, th- hey, there was a little breaking news since we're just talking. Uh, okay. You know that they they put a, they finally, after multiple years, Las Vegas police executed a search warrant on a home in connection with the Tupac murder. What? Say that again? What did you just say? <laughs> it's 2023, and the Las Vegas Police Department executed a search warrant on a home in connection to the unsolved 1996 murder of Tupac Shakur. And who did they? What did they? Where are they searching? In at this person's home, but I mean, they didn't. They didn't give us the name of the person either. Are they gonna? Are they really think they're gonna find something? I, How I, long did you say ago it was? In 1996. Oh my God! <laughs> that was two years after I was born. <laughs> I mean, we're almost at thirty years. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, oh, I I'm shocked. Like if like that's crazy. If they find anything, I will be absolutely dumbfounded. Wow. Yeah. I mean, how stupid are you going to be to have evidence? from back then. That's Dave, that's exactly what I thought. Like has this person not cleaned their house? Are they hoarders? Like <laughs> how is this evidence from 96 there, man? That's crazy. But all, the only evidence would be would be a gun, right? I what get, evidence could you have? There's I no get, souvenirs. I, I, maybe the clothes from the night with the blood on it, you know? I don't know. Would there been blood? What the True, was a drive by. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, so just the gun, yeah. Yeah. Huh. That is breaking news. Yeah. So we shall see what happens with that. Also, rumored, it's not official. Love rumors. Love rumors. That Joe Burrow and Josh Allen are in position to be that Patrick Mahomes role for quarterback season two. So we don't want both of them. Only one of them. Well, I don't know if they would do both. I mean, if they did, that would be an even better season. But I just... so then we're going to stereotype these guys because you what, are you going to put Ryan Tannehill in the, the Kirk, other role? Look, I said put Derek Carr, like the underdog. Oh, Derek role. Carr, yeah, yes. But that would seem to be more cliche. You could really have uh, 
Like, Ryan Tannehill's fighting for his job, although I guess that was Marcus Mariota last year. True. Right? That was the same thing. True. And see, I said instead of having a dumpster fire as the third quarterback, just do a right. rookie. Let us learn about the rookie process with a quarterback. I think that would be so interesting. Like, like C.J. Stroud or yep, Bryce Young? That's what I was saying. Like, that's the person I put in my article, which you can go read on 1033thego.com. I put C.J. Stroud. Like, because Houston's rebuilding, we get to see the coach. We get to Because they bring a cast or crew with them. They're, they're side characters of the sure. coach and their family. Give us C.J. Right. Stroud. That, that would be interesting. Does CJ have a personality or is he a little quiet? Oh no, he. I mean, he he did a podcast all last year. I, I think he has a personality. Okay. Yeah. All right. All or right. you could do Dak Prescott in the middle of the in the Kirk Cousins role. You know, Dallas and whatnot. But I just don't think Jerry Jones would let those cameras in as deeply as they were in that show. Were they were they in all that deeply? Of course they are. They're doing a ten part miniseries. Of course <laughs> he would let them in. Come on. You think? Okay, maybe so. I heard, I heard them say that, you know, all the quarterbacks had final say. Uh, you know, they would have to look at the stuff before they could put it in the show. Oh, nice. So Mahomes kept all those curse words. I Respect to Mahomes, man. I respect well, him even more thing, so was, I mean, that was almost, the, the, and you should absolutely see it. I've only seen like an episode and a half. But the whole Mahomes-Crosby headbutt almost was like wrestling, right? Because <laughs> both guys had their hands down. Like, no one was going to throw a punch. They both had helmets on. All they were doing was drawing back and forth. Yep. But Crosby's a little bit bigger, and Mahomes wouldn't back down. So it looked good, but I, it was a whole bunch of nothing. I love it. Was it was fun to see, yeah. but it was a whole bunch of nothing. I wanted to see more along the lines like, what is, you know, what's it like waking up you know, after, you know, after an NFL game. Well, I mean, right? like, we saw that with Kirk Cousins constantly crying about his ribs being hurt. Well, I didn't see that. I haven't oh, gotten that far yet. Okay, my bad. My bad. You know, and, and, and how does, how does, you know, Mahomes really handle, you know, when he makes a bad mistake uh, to lose to the Bills, right? Mm, well, yeah, you got to keep you know? watching then because some of that. Yeah, you got to keep watching. No. All right. Great show. Uh Again, special thanks to all our guests, Tony Bonhart, Mr. College Football, Chris Doring, SEC Network, Jim Nagy, Executive Director of the Senior Bowl, Chris Gordy, Locked On SEC, Connor O'Gara from Saturday Down South, and Cedric Van Pran from the University of Georgia. We got more guests uh, lined up tomorrow. Bill Hancock from the College Football Playoffs, uh, Jaden Crumedy from Mississippi State, Will Shepard from Vanderbilt, and I'm sure much, much more. Thanks to... Lyndon Burton for doing a makeup job back at the Palatial Studios, uh, the 103.3 The Goat. Thanks to Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Anders Insurance, a division of Hub International, for sending us to SEC Media Days. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow live from Nashville, SEC Media Days on 103.3 The Goat. There's a heat advisor at Acadian Automotive Group. We advise you to get down here for these red-hot deals. Like this brand new 2023 1500 Bighorn, 23% off the MSRP. That's almost $15,000 off sticker. So come see our team at Acadian Automotive Group where the savings are scorching and excitement is off the chart. Under the big American flag across from the airport, Lafayette. 10% manufacturer's rebate, 13% dealer discount, plus tax title and license. Visit AcadianaDodge.com. At Lofton, we're in the business of matching hard workers with some of the most sought-after employers in the Lafayette area. To Lofton, you're more than just another employee. 
We care about your interests, and we can help match you with a company that needs your skills. You can complete an application, schedule an interview, and even browse jobs by simply going to lofton.jobs. That's lofton.jobs. We also offer an unlimited $100 referral bonus. At Lofton, we put people to work. Lofton.jobs. Back to School is on, and Staples has great prices on everything you need for your best year yet. Save on notebooks. Save on headphones and laptops. Save on pens, markers, and all the essentials. And right now at Staples, save up to 60% on select notebooks, markers, and more. School on, save on at Staples, where school savings are always in session. And 729 Prices may vary in-store and online. Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase. Make more of what's yours. Chase Mobile App is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Deodorant you use on your butt? You heard that right. I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, founder of Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's time to summer-proof your body odor. Lumi's formula works everywhere. Pits, under boobs, and yep, butts too. All those places that naturally tend to get a little bit stinky when the weather gets hot. Lumi's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours. That's three whole days of fresh fun in the sun. As an OBGYN, I met thousands of women looking for a better way to control odor below the belt. So I created Lumi, a pH-optimized aluminum-free deodorant that actually works with over 150,000 five-star reviews to prove it. Ready for your freshest summer ever? Head to lumideodorant.com to get started. There's a special offer for listeners. Use code 23 and get an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack that comes with a free product of your choice and ships free with code 23. L-U-M-E deodorant dot com code 23 for an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack. That's L-U-M-E deodorant dot com code 23. 103.3 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 DQ Lafayette 1420 KPEL Lafayette. The Northwestern President Michael Schill is declaring that the school is launching two independent investigations. One to assess how the university is in terms of their capabilities of weeding out dangers to the well-being of student-athletes. The other would be a look into the athletic department culture. This comes on the heels of the hazing allegations that got NU football coach Pat Fitzgerald fired. The Giants moving linebacker Jared Davis on season-ending injury reserve after recent knee surgery. According to ESPN, center Nerlens Noel locks in a one-year $3 million contract with the Sacramento Kings. As far as Major League Baseball is concerned, there was a game that finished up today after some rain yesterday put a hold on things. And it was the Giants winning in 10 innings 